0: Is there anyone, and I mean anyone, that you can trust in the Chiefs offense other than Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast.
1: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madju. To the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NFL and use promo code lockdown NFL for a first deposit match worth up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. You can follow her on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Kate, a pretty boring Thursday (laughs) night football game, but we've got takes.
1: We've got takes. Yeah. First of all, let's, I want to start with the Chiefs offense, Marcus, because that is, I, I think the expectations were so low for the Broncos that like we can push that discussion to the side. Yeah the expectations here all all season long you know with your dynasty rosters is that the chiefs are like the safest most reliable you know offense that you could draft players from right because it patrick mahomes literally uh, continually drafted season over season as the overall qb1 in dynasty um but this chiefs offense looks a little broken uh to say the least and i think part of that is the fact that they there are, there are no players that Patrick Mahomes feels like he can rely on outside of Travis Kelsey, but when you are limiting your offense to targets, to Travis Kelsey and targets to a running back, that is no way to execute the chiefs rank uh, ninth in total points scored per game, um, a little bit better on the yardage front seventh in yards, but they're not necessarily converting these, these drives, uh, the way that they have in years past, um. You know, Patrick Mahomes been playing it uh, you know, kind of safe uh with his running backs, I think in part because he doesn't have the wide receiver that yeah. that he really needs to open things up on the outside while you have Travis Kelsey working the middle.
0: Yeah, and you you see this in this game. Um, they were four of thirteen on third downs, all of one on fourth downs, and all four conversions were from Travis Kelsey. Like if if it's not Kelsey getting the football, this offense becomes really stagnant and you when you're watching this game you feel it like there's just there it was a 3-0 game for most of the first half for most yeah. of the first half it was a 3-0 game the 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 chiefs put together a touchdown drive a pretty quick touchdown drive after some penalties but like there's just nothing that flows like this off like we're we're used to seeing and it's because of the lack of receivers it's because of the lack of trust in my question to you is is there anybody outside we can include isaiah pacheco because he had 16 carries for 62 yards plus six for 36 in the passing game is there anybody here that we are excited about moving forward at all or is this just basically let's wait until next year until they bring somebody else in
1: i'm going to continue to bang the drum for rashi rice just because i like the interesting thing, he still isn't like a full-time fixture in this, this pass attack. He's still very young. Um, He's inexperienced. And I don't think like rookie Rashi Rice is the answer to this offense. So like featuring him, I, I want to put that aside, but from a dynasty perspective, I just can't, I am I'm so excited from what we've seen from Rashi Rice so far this season Um, just seems to be, playing super well in just every opportunity that he gets, which is just so refreshing to see for such a young, uh, for such a young guy, 81 overall PFF receiving grade. That ranks uh, 17th among any receiving players at any position. Um, He just seems to be a a fixture. Anytime he is on the field, you note that he's being targeted on 90 or 29% of routes run. That's the fifth highest rate in the league only behind Tyree kill Travis Kelsey, Devonte Adams and Puka Nakua this season. So like when he is on the field, Travis Kelsey is looking for him averaging uh 2.63 yards per route run. You love to see that. Um, he's, I, I think he's, playing really well uh the problem is he's just
0: not on the field yeah
1: he's not a full-time player yet so that is my my biggest takeaway I still think you know like he's got he's got a long way to go but I think everything that you've seen indicates that this could still be a buy low window for rushy rice uh you know even even in terms of like his blocking um there was the the I I can't remember it was a catch and run or or what if it was a it was
0: run. Uh, McKinnon that got called back.
1: Yes. Yes. It got yeah. called back, but Rashi Rice's blocking effort down the field. I was so freaking impressed. And I was like that, what he's doing right there, like that didn't show up on the stat sheet whatsoever. Uh, but that is something that your coach coaching staff is going to say like, okay, that's going to earn you more snaps in the field. That's going to earn you more routes run because we can trust you beyond just running a route. We can trust you in other phases of the game, like the run game, um, you know, like uh, supporting your teammates and uh, uh, other aspects of the receiving game. That All of these things, like there's a lot of intangibles I feel like we're seeing from Rashi Rice that, again, just don't translate to the stat sheet. I love, um, you know, coming out of school, I loved his ability to, you know, be available for his quarterback when a play breaks down. And I still think that, you know, in, in limited opportunities, he's, he's made that presence felt. I I think, you know, even for as much maybe hype as there is right now, I still think Rashi Rice could be an interesting buy because maybe with a little bit more experience, he could be the, the trusted wide receiver that Travis Kelsey or that Patrick Mahomes needs to go to outside of Travis Kelsey moving forward.
0: I agree with you. If there's one player that I'm buying in this offense, it is Rashi Rice. The problem is, is I just don't know when that, that role is going to be there where he's playing 75% of the snaps. Do you have his snap counts from yesterday in front of you? Because I'm curious to see how many routes he ran because, man, there would be a lot of key third downs. He's just not in the f- on the field. And I, I only saw him on the field for one or two red zone snaps. It seems like they were going with Justin Watson and Justin Ross and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And then it was Kadarius Toney who scored the one-yard touchdown. If, if For somebody who we are expecting or hoping to break out, I, I I just wonder how long it's going to be before he has a somewhat full-time role. Uh,
1: Rashi Rice actually ran the third most routes on the Chiefs offense ahead of Sky Moore, um, ahead of Justin Watson, ahead of Kadarius Toney, which is interesting because I feel like we saw some some decent involvement here from Kadarius Toney. Um,
0: how yeah.
1: Many routes it, did he run? Uh 25. So yeah. uh for comparison, Travis Kelsey, who runs all of the routes, uh 39 routes, Marquez Valdez, Gantling 34. Uh, then you have Rashi Rice yeah. with a, a decent so, drop off at 25. So he maybe is, we're getting there. Maybe we're getting there. Um, and I think like again, by now before these these solid plays start translating to the box score.
0: I will say there was one slant that he caught in this game. And it was in the, I think it was in the fourth quarter where it was just a, you know, five yard slant and he took it 28 yards. And it was just the the, the explosion that he has compared to some of the other receivers. Like, I don't want to bag on Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but they just don't have that same kind of start and stop juice that he has. And I think that's what this offense is missing.
1: There was a, a comment on the broadcast um, that they thought I think they briefly thought that Rashi Rice was Jerick McKinnon based on the like,
0: I, I the get burst. it. I get and it. Yeah.
1: It was a hot. I was like, Oh, I could totally see that because he looked so good. Yes. Um, you know, four, four targets, four catches, 72 receiving yards on the day, 55 yards after the catch. Like, I really think that this is the start of something special. And maybe because again, I think we've been so spoiled with rookie wide receiver production that we're not, maybe necessarily appreciating all these little things that I think Rashi Rice is doing right. And I feel like I'm like a broken record calling for Rashi Rice because I have loved the moment the Chiefs drafted him. I thought this was a really, really nice pairing for Patrick Mahomes when it comes to fruition. But Marcus, the thing is Patrick Mahomes needs help right now. And
0: like that. It feels like they've got to go out and make some kind of move over the next couple of weeks because it's, this team needs the offense to be really good, and they're just not that yet.
1: Yeah, it, you need some. Like, I, I think this maybe this this you know management staff has gotten a little comfortable with the yeah. fact that like Patrick Mahomes, he can do it all, and like to this point, like they've gotten it done. Like, you you don't care about how pretty the wins are; you care about, um, you know, like the 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 wins. Yeah. Like that's yeah. all, that's all you care about. They,
0: they, um, they've got to make a move, and I I, I expect that they will. One player Kate who might be on the move in the next couple of weeks. Jerry Judy, we will talk about him next. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That is why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical, make sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They'll handle everything everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E We'd like to let you know about the Locked On NFL kickoff live show that's going on every single Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Okay, let's talk about the Denver Broncos offense. Obviously, this was a really bad game. Eight total points, 197 yards. Russell Wilson threw two interceptions. The story for me, and it seems like the story for everybody today, Jerry Judy got called out by Steve Smith before the game. Oh. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the actual player, yeah. three catches for 14 yards on five targets. It seems like the end is near here for Judy and the Broncos.
1: Yeah, there have been rumors swirling uh literally all week uh about the prospect of Jerry Judy being traded ahead of the, the trade deadline, which it's it's kind of felt like the writing has been on the wall a little bit for at least one of the receivers. I'm kind of surprised that it's Jerry Judy to this point. Um But it, it seems like there's, there's not necessarily a great fit. It seems like uh this Broncos offense is maybe dismantling a little bit. The defense is dismantling. They're, they're starting to trade away some of these players and what feels like um, it feels like Jerry Judy is a part of that and it, kind of surprising uh, to say the least, but he really hasn't shown that kind of you really want from, you know, your, your first round wide receiver. I want to go back to the 2020 draft Marcus and our mm. mm. memories on what made Jerry Judy so special because it was the speed, right? Yeah. It was the route, right? What, why hasn't this translated to the NFL to date? And do you think he can benefit uh, from, you know, a, a different offense and in a different system? Like, what am I missing here? What went wrong with Jerry Judy?
0: Yeah, I, I really feel like Jerry Judy in a lot of ways was a very similar prospect to Chris Olave coming out of Ohio State where they've got this deep speed, but they're also an incredible route runner in the short to intermediate parts of the field. He just hasn't been with a quarterback that can get him the ball on script and on schedule. Um, I mean, the first part of his career with Drew Locke and all the other different quarterbacks they went through. And now Russell Wilson, who has never really been that type of quarterback that plays in the structure of an offense. Now Russell Wilson's really struggling. Everything is, you know, he had 95 passing yards uh, yesterday, 82 net passing yards. He needs to go with a quarterback. That's a pocket quarterback that can throw the ball accurately on time and in rhythm. So that's what, I mean, which, which team could use that? I mean, we could debate that, but I, it's he's just not a fit in this Sean Payton offense with Russell Wilson, a quarterback.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that anybody is a great fit. for. Uh, it seems uh, like Cortland Sutton right? though, has at
0: least carved out a nice little role. Like it, it's just so clear that Sutton is a better fit in this offense than what Judy is.
1: It definitely seems like they have a a better connection, and maybe Cortland Sutton plays to Russell Wilson style a little bit more than, than Jerry Judy does. It definitely seems like he could have a good fit with. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he just needs a fresh start because I don't yeah. think like I don't think the speed like he, it's not like he lost speed. It, you know, I, I still think I, I still think he's a talented wide receiver with some some untapped upside. But can I could give you be very dependent.
0: Yeah. I'd like to, I think he's the guy that Carolina should be targeting in a trade. Carolina clearly needs a a, a receiver on the outside. I think Bryce Young is that quarterback that can give him the get him the ball accurately. Um you put him on the outside, you let Adam Thielen play in the slot. You've got Mingo as a kind of a developmental player. I suddenly like that receiving core a whole heck of a lot better. And it probably is not gonna cost that much for Carolina to do something like that.
1: Yeah, I think there would be definitely an, an upgrade there. Um you know, and I, I think if you suddenly kind of push DJ Chark down the depth chart a little yep. bit, but he's still another asset to to offer some of that speed like Jerry Judy does, um, but doesn't necessarily need to feel the weight of being a wide receiver one. Yeah, um, yeah I think that could be a very, very interesting fit. Um, is Jerry Judy developed enough to raise the level of play from Bryce Young? Cause yes, that, I
0: think so. You you also, it helps to get that Alabama connection back together. Right. I mean, they didn't play together at Alabama, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I I just think that's probably where he needs to go with a quarterback like that, that I think is pretty accurate, does throw with a lot of anticipation if we want to see him kind of reach his full potential.
1: So do you think this is a buy opportunity for (sighs) dynasty managers?
0: Yeah, probably because I am betting on talent. It's so cheap to get Jerry Judy right now because he's basically given you nothing this year. Yeah, I think I, I I probably would be willing to buy Jerry Judy now, knowing that the situation is going to change pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I think there are a lot of um, like potential, potential fits out there, especially because – you don't necessarily have to pay a, a ton. I think. No. Like, what do you what do you expect he would be traded for? Maybe a third round pick. That's kind worth? of.
0: I'm thinking maybe a conditional third round pick.
1: Okay, yeah that that was sort of the range I was thinking. Um, you know, maybe. Uh, what about the New England Patriots? I know obviously there's a dumpster fire not, there, it's and it's not
0: a bad fit. I, I don't know what that offense is going to look like, but I do think that Jerry Judy walks in that room and it's instantly the best receiver that they have.
1: Yeah, and I, I do think that, um, you know, again being one of the better wide receivers in this crew, I, I still think that yeah. um, he'd be he'd be an upgrade. Get, um, although I do love me some Kendrick Bourne.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, can I mention one more Broncos receiver? The yes. first pick that Sean Payton made with the Denver Broncos was trading up for Marvin Mims, who we liked quite a bit. Still has the most explosive plays in this team. Did not get a single target yesterday we had guys such as uh chris manhurtz brandon johnson samajay p ryan uh, brandon
1: johnson is way too involved in this offense yeah, man
0: all of them got more targets than marvin mims on thursday i i, I don't know what's going on here there, there's absolutely no reason for marvin mims to get shut out uh in this game
1: no it, you know like his uh you know his route running his speed like he offers you Everything that you could possibly want. And to this point, like, I don't, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes in the locker room, obviously, but when you're looking at his performance on the field, he's been one of the most re- efficient wide receivers to date in this entire league, let alone, uh you know, when you're actually looking at rookies or, mm. you know, specifically, you know, options here in the Denver Broncos offense, like he is given you no reason that we can say from our couch to to not be investing heavily in um that player that you traded up to draft uh you yep. know i'm i'm puzzled um and again maybe to this point maybe a buy low point for marvin mims if if some fantasy managers are are frustrated with the lack of usage which we should be yeah. um but to this point, everything tells you that that you know the he's earning it. I I, I don't know yep. what else to say, Marcus. It, it's puzzling. Um, you know he's being targeted deep down the field. Almost fifty percent of his targets have come deep. Um, that 20, 20 or plus air yards. Um, you know he's he showed ability uh, in limited contested catch opportunities, averaging twenty three yards per reception, seven point three yards after the catch per reception, three point nine seven yards per route run it's ridiculous how incredibly efficient he has been in these limited opportunities, but he just needs more of them. And I like Sean Payton. I like, unless he totally like catfished us, he's a good coach. And I think common sense should win out. I don't know. We'll see.
0: I'm not very optimistic, but Ah. Uh, all right, Kate, okay, let's get to our favorite segment of the week, promotion, commotion, players that you should promote from your bench into your starting lineups in week six. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, Prize Picks is the largest independently-owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy football. You can win up to 25 times your money this season. My favorite part of Prize Picks and what separates them from every other DFS platform is that they have something called the reboot policy, where they will reboot your entry. If one of your players is injured in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted from your lineup. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match. Worth what up to one hundred dollars. All right, it's time for promotion commotion. We are telling you to promote these players from your bench or maybe even your waiver wire into your starting lineups. Kate, who do you got for us?
1: All right, I'm going to start off uh, a little easy here, Marcus. We're going to ease into some of that grossness. Uh, I'm talking about wide receiver Josh Downs, rookie for the Indianapolis Colts, who um, you know is a bit of a favorite target for quarterback Gardner Minshew, who is going to be starting for the next four weeks um, with Richardson under center had just a 16% target share, but uh, with uh, playing with Gardner Minshew, we've actually seen Josh Downs get a 25% target share uh, been playing a lot out of the slot. Jaguars cornerback Trey Herndon has struggled in slot coverage this year, um, giving up a ton of yardage and several touchdowns to, uh, players coming out of the slot. So I think this could be a really nice matchup, but I also think it could be a really nice volume play uh, as you know, we, we see Gardner Minshew take over the reins under center.
0: I like that one. Uh, I'm going Chuba Hubbard uh, last Ooh. couple of weeks, 14 carries no, 41 rushing yards. Not great. Nine carries for 35 yards. Not great, but does get to play Miami this week. We'll see about the status of miles Sanders. I just think Chuba Hubbard is a pretty Decent running back. Um, I, I'm willing to play him as a flex play this week. I think he gets into the end zone at least once.
1: Yeah, I, I love that. Are you ready to get a grosser, though? Oh, like We got to no get I grosser. Am. Go ahead. Okay. Running back Latavius Murray for the Buffalo
0: Bills. That's a good one. A really Some, good
1: one. like, there literally might be people that didn't even know Latavius Murray was still playing football, depending on how. I had a how Damien how Harris sometimes. Hey, yeah. And that's what's kind of crazy. But I do think like if you are in the most dire of situations, Murray could be an interesting total dart throw. He might be available on your waiver wire. Um, He's 33 years old. Yes. But his role has very much been like inside the the red zone and in the end zone. Um, He's had the most goal line opportunities uh, with carries inside the five on the Buffalo Bills offense. Um, he's finished as a top 30 running back in three or five weeks this season because of those touchdowns um, that he's been able to convert there. And the Bills face the Giants this week, who rank second in goal line touchdowns allowed to running backs in 2023. Shoot your
0: shot. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's I don't have anybody else. I, I'm good. So I'm going I'm just rolling with Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> Uh, I like your picks as well. So that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Go check out the shows on YouTube. Go follow Kate on Twitter, at Kate Maju. Also go check out her work uh, for Pro Football Focus. She does a ton of fantasy football content over there. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you right back here on Monday to break down all of the action from week six.